0: everybody, welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, sounding a little bit weird today because of sinuses draining into my throat, Uh, but Tyler sounds like himself. Hey, Tyler, how you doing? Hey, I really don't think you sound that different. (laughs) I, I, you know what, maybe it just sounds different because it's reverberating in my head. Maybe. Um, I definitely feel like it's different. I got you. Uh, it feels different. It's got a different feel coming out of my mouth. Different um, mouth feels. Yes, uh, but it's an outward projection of the mouth feel. Um, but that's not what's important, Tyler. What's yeah. important is that it's been a week and we're still doing this show. And holy yeah. shit, um, stuff happened uh, at PAX, which is kind of unusual. Like things like being announced. Conference? and yeah. released yeah. and stuff
1: like that um yeah i went you, to pax yeah you were at pax how was pax i haven't heard anything pax was okay. fun it was
0: fun it was very uh packed um yeah the show floor you could not move very well um more packed than when we went a few you years had ago more oh, God. more Ooh. much more oh, God. um yeah, it was. I'm not sure if there was more people there, but for some reason they decided it was a great idea to give so much floor space to Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation that they used every square inch of, with not necessarily just games, just a lot of props and stuff. Uh, I got you. Uh, and fucking Nintendo thought it was a great idea to put up a big screen facing outwards towards a walkway with Super Smash Brothers on it, so everyone would gather around and watch. Mm. Come on, Nintendo. This is, a, this is not the place to, to be <laughs> doing that. Uh, people didn't come. Well, obviously, people came here to watch Smash. They didn't know they were coming here to watch Smash, but a lot of people just stood there and watched Smash yeah. for longer than they should have.
1: <laughs> wasn't there some, there a Smash tournament, wasn't it? Yeah, I, th-
0: I think that's what was happening, but, mm-hmm. dude, I don't give a shit, man. Uh, that's not <laughs> what I was there for. I was there to see games, and I saw a few games. Uh, Keith our friend saw a few games too i i was wondering if i i should go i should have recorded something a little something with him about that but i guess that can be for another another thing drunkenly in a hotel room no like, no 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 he just saw a few different six. things no <laughs> don't go back that far uh, i would only recommend going back as far as a year and a half or so maybe there um but yeah, uh, it was it was a fun time. I enjoyed Boston. Uh, there was this party that was pretty crazy uh, that uh, was on the list of Pax parties, and it was a very different place, a, a club, as okay. they call them. Um, yeah, it was. The floor was sticky. Oh, um, yeah. I mm, oh. I got out of there like the other guy stayed there for a while. Yeah. I got out of there after like maybe an hour and a half. I was like, you know what? I've had enough of this and my back hurts and I need to just lay in bed.
1: No slamming Irish car bombs on the bar. No, I, the only thing
0: I, I think there, I just had a, I had a Jameson on the rocks. Mm -hmm. That's all. I didn't do any mixed drinks really. Wow. No, I, I didn't drink all that much. Okay. That's a lie. I had a rum and Coke uh, the first night, Mm -hmm. Um, but that I didn't get drunk. Gotcha. Was Uh, that
1: the only cool party? Uh,
0: yeah, I just I wasn't really into the partying. Mm-hmm. Um I did hang out with the uh, what's good games folks. Uh they were playing a game of D D with other people cool. there. Uh that was fun. Um there was free food well, food provided by uh one Andrea Renee. Mm-hmm. Uh that was pretty good. Sweet. They had assassin ch- Assassin's Cheese tots. That's what oh. they called them. <laughs> That's awesome. It was uh, just cheesy tots with bacon. Mm-hmm. That was good.
1: That sounds delicious. Goddamn, Boston has good food.
0: Yeah, Boston does have good food. Well, we found a Chinese place that was just around the corner that we ate at twice. Did Keith eat there? Yeah, he ate there. He ate Chinese. Food. Okay, so the second time he he went there, he got a fucking popcorn shrimp and fries.
1: Okay, yeah, that doesn't surprise. <laughs> <laughs> we went to one Chinese place a few years ago, and he got fried chicken. Mm. All right. Mm. I think he he did try something the
0: first time. I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. You'll have to ask him, but <laughs> yeah. he did try something. That's, yeah. That's funny. Uh That's cool. But video games, Tyler. I'll talk about my pack stuff before Yeah. All oh, before we get Would off the subject. What you play, here. big boy? Uh I played a few things actually. My phone's over there and I have the list of things. I'll get it. Uh things I played. I do remember one thing. Um Pacer. Uh, so Wipeout has been a thing, uh, this whole genre of anti-grav racing games. Uh, I say Wipeout because this game looked exactly like Wipeout and played pretty much like Wipeout, although it seemed like it had a system of customizing vehicles, like there's going to be a progression system where you can unlock better parts Mm. and stuff like that. Uh, so that could be interesting. That's actually coming pretty soon. I believe next week, uh, that game's coming out. Whoa. Uh, so Pacer. Yeah, I, I played. Uh, obviously, it, it was multiplayer. It was a race. Obviously, the three other people I was playing with have not played an anti-grav racer before. And I beat them by about, say, 20 seconds. Oh, shit. I was just sitting there waiting for them to finish the race. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not here to brag or anything, but yeah. I've played an anti-grav racer like Wipeout. I've played Wipeout a lot. This game looks a lot like Wipeout. Yeah, it's kind funny. of
1: worrying, like... This is pretty much Wipeout. Yeah. That's cool, though. I mean, Wipeout's not being made, so why not? Remember when we played Wipeout E3 like two years ago? Oh, man. I wiped your ass.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That game's fun, though.
0: Yeah. I loved it. Um, let me just see. I have a gallery. I took pictures because I didn't feel like writing anything. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty checked out the entire time from writing anything. That's
1: you guys were there Thursday. You got there Thursday night. Yeah, I actually managed
0: to get in Thursday night because I had a Thursday pass. I saw a panel. I didn't do anything on the show floor. Show floor How? was closed
1: by the time I was there. Okay. How exhausted were you every day?
0: Oh, I was tired. Like yeah. my. Yeah. Like I said, like after like Friday, my back, my lower back was hurting. Um, it, it was pretty bad. I had to I had to sit down a few times and just mm-hmm. chill out. Yeah, I actually used uh, one of the AFK rooms uh, just to chill out in, mm. and that's a pretty nice thing, especially when you want a quiet place where people don't bother you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So shout outs to them. Um, other games I played uh, here, I have ember which is spelled embr they're going for kind of a mobile app service kind of kind of vibe to it basically you are a for-profit firefighting contractor kind of thing where you take these contracts you're fighting a fire in a house and you're saving people out of the house it's co-op um it's got uh, little interaction things like if you spray water on like electrical outlets and stuff, you'll have to find a way to shut it off or get electrocuted. Uh, the building starts falling apart as it as the fire grows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty cool. I didn't get to play with anyone else. That game is pretty much impossible to play solo. I did what I could. Yeah. Um, I also played Rad. Oh, Double Fine's new game! Yes, Double Fine's game rad. Was I rad? want a fanny pack because I beat the. F- they were giving fanny packs to people who could beat the final boss in oh, that. Wow! Uh, so you beat the game? Well, <laughs> not the, the final boss in the demo. Okay. Yeah, uh, so that game, it's pretty good. It feels good to play. Um, the yeah, it's it looks good. Yeah, I'm sure people have seen the art style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's cool. It's interesting in the way that it grants mutations, which is kind of the draw of the game. You, after killings, like your experience meter is a rad meter, which is basically radiation. So you get mutations. I got this mutation that made the final boss very easy for me. The mutation was I lay eggs and I have monsters that fight for me. So basically I just ran around the boss while my little minions killed it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah. That game is, I'd like to see more to it. of it. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd I'd like to see more of it. Um, but yeah, I I had a fun time with this short bit I played there. Uh, I'm trying to think of other things. I checked out a lot of the tabletop stuff. I actually bought a mystery box of tabletop things. Cool. A couple of games are pretty short, and I think uh I could, I could organize. A game with everyone if we got to hang out together. Yeah. And then the other game I have to do a little bit investigating on. It says it's a longer game. It takes about an hour. Uh, but we'll see about that. I also bought, okay, another tale from PAX here. So Keith and I were walking by the tabletop stuff. You know how they always sell, like, board game stuff like dice and stuff like that? Yeah. We, we walk by. We see these giant, huge, huge D20s that are, like... About this, about half the size of my fist, um, Rope. but they're pretty big. So we go over there. Uh, he ge- he gives one a roll, rolls a two. I'm like, come on, man, you're not doing this right. I pick up one. I roll a natural 20 and damn it. I have to buy that dice now. So yeah. I-, I bought one. It was it's like 20, dice. it was 20 bucks, but it's a huge hunk of metal. Wow. It's got some weight to it. Yeah. It's good. That's cool. It's the black and red. it's mm. Mm. a good combo. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm trying to think of other things. Uh, I've watched some games being played. Uh, I saw that dangerous driving.
1: Okay, from the former former
0: burnout folks. Um, That game looks good. Although the way they were running their booth was fucking ridiculous. Because I stood in line and watched the same player play for about half an hour straight. And there were people in front of me. And I was like, does the person running this booth not know there's a line here to fucking play the game? Yeah. How, what was the longest line you saw? Oh shit. Uh, so I was going to, I'm not sure if this was the longest line. Uh, I'll, I'll highlight some of the long lines. Uh, Mm. there was a long line for bless unleashed, which is a bandai Namco, uh, kind of game. It's a third person action game. Okay. Um, but that looked interesting. Um, Another long line was for Days Gone. A lot of people wanting to play Days Gone. Mm. Um, yeah, they had the whole big booth there for Days Gone. That's what yeah. took up a lot of PlayStation stuff, where they paid actors to be freakers oh, for God. longer than they probably wanted to be. Yeah, but that's Jesus exhausting. Yeah, that mm, I feel. I'm not sure what they're getting paid, but I, I'm not sure if there's enough to be paid mm-hmm. to do that for yeah. PAX weekend. Did you watch any Days Gone be played? No, I didn't. I didn't bother. I've seen enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's other stuff, too. Oh, there, mm, hold on. I have another picture here of a game that's not on PlayStation yet. Not tonight. So this is basically like Papers Please <coughs> but for uh, but for Brexit Whoa. where you play as a bouncer. Okay, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's one of those games where you have to pay attention to make sure you're following the rules and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's pretty rad. Yeah. <coughs> that sounds neat. <laughs> Cool panels. Excuse me. Did you anything good? Oh yeah, I, I attended some really cool panels. So the first panel I went to that Thursday night was the improvised postmortem hosted by one Pat Bear, mm-hmm. uh, where they do postmortems for games that don't exist. It's interesting.
1: Hold on, I have to take a sip here. <clears throat> sippy sippy sip. Get that Red Bull, boy. Gives you wings
0: feel like are, there are feathers in my throat though so um, maybe not the greatest thing um but uh yeah i the improvised post-mortem is a thing where they it's an improv show where they put up fake video game titles and uh basically they bullshit about the development of that game and how it's doing and um they actually, you. So Pat Bear put out a call on Twitter, and they actually used one of my titles. Oh, really? That I, that I submitted. What was your title? Uh, hot Dog Sage. <laughs> That's pretty good. But yeah, I think uh, Jeff Jeff Gersman and Abby Russell were how, on that one. How band. did uh Hot Dog Sage go? Uh, I think they ha- they had fun with it. Yeah,
1: really? yeah, cool. Mm.
0: But uh, yeah, uh, that that was fun. Uh, I saw waypoints panel where they did the mark of mastery test for uh for Patrick Klepic uh Austin Walker and uh Natalie Watson basically just a just a quiz on kingdom hearts knowledge mm-hmm. since they recently did a kingdom hearts yeah. uh podcast yeah. series of podcasts That's pretty uh, good that was funny Patrick came out in a Sora costume it was funny. That's good. He was dancing around like a fool. I saw the giant bomb panel. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw rank it, which Dave Lang does uh, where people literally, it's just the audience comes to the mic and suggests a thing and they, he ranks it with a panel on a list of all the things that he's done for at PA- like at uh, PAX for ow. the previous panels, so he's got like S tier, A tier stuff, B tier, yeah. So it gets ranked on that list. Uh, so that was fun. That that was a fun show. Yeah. Uh, there was another one called uh, "You Are Not Free from Sin: Gamer Crimes," where uh, <laughs> they were going over the various crimes that gamers do, such as uh, queuing up and walking away from the screen. Yeah and that's a uh, thing basically it was a whole session whole hour of them asking us if something was a crime and the crowd yelling crime Mm. so that was fun it was it was fun and then of course league of heels oh yeah on sunday how was that that was great yeah it was a smaller crowd than i expected really yeah um it didn't quite fill the theater as much as i thought Hmm. it was still in the main theater um but yeah, it was a fun show. Uh, apparently, everyone's cops now. Everyone except John Drake is a cop. Oh shit! Johnny Casanova. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, yeah, of course, yeah. we're all cops. Yeah, everyone in the, they asked <laughs> everyone in the audience who's an informant, and everyone raised their hand. So <laughs> everyone involved with that show and the audience is a cop dr tracksuit has revealed himself to be inspector tracksuit oh shit i can't yeah i can't believe that thing's gone still it's fantastic (laughs) but but i bought a t-shirt um really i'll have to wear it sometime around here yeah uh it says video games it's also very close to an actual wrestling t-shirt which is why they only sell it at the show uh not online like their other shirts um but, yeah, I think that pretty much does it for, for PAX for me. That that It was a pretty fun time. Uh, yeah, I just, man, those shows make me so tired. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always remember. think it's a great idea when I have those long passes to go over the whole weekend, and I'm like, yo, maybe if I just worked here for a day, it would be better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I remember being there just the two days. Just fucking exhausting. It is. Mm-hmm sure because you're just on your feet like all day you know just constantly walking around back starts to hurt and yeah you can hardly play anything too I remember when we went 2016 like VR was really becoming a yep. thing they had a big sold. VR booth there did yeah. they yeah it's yeah, cool they
0: were showing off uh, Falcon Age Beat Saber uh, that new Rick and Morty thing yeah did you play that no I, know you no, I didn't to. play any of them <laughs>
1: Um, but I remember to wait for like, to play the Oculus Rift was like four hours. It's like, oh, no, no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it was, cool. it was, a, it was a good time. Um, before I get into what I played
1: and um, once I got home, how about you go for a little bit here? Um, yeah, I've played, I feel like I've played a lot of video games since last week. Um, not a ton of like anything new. But I did dive into Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I've probably played maybe 3 or 4 hours of it. Um, okay. It's good. I like it. Did
0: sure. you get suplexed by the uh, troll yet or the, the, the ogre? The ogre. Yeah.
1: That's where I am now. Okay. So I I only tried to get him about four times. Um, okay. But I feel like I definitely can cuz uh, the last two times I got him down to his final death blow, like pretty easily. Yep. Um, so it's just a matter of time. Uh, but then I also went through a lot of the Harada estates yes, yes. and I met some like ninja dude. Uh, I have no clue what his, I forget what his name is. He's in white. Uh, there's a few arches around him. Basically you go up the staircase and there's two shield guys, Yeah. uh, that guy right after that.
0: Oh, the guy with the big
1: spear? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Spear. Yeah, spear yeah. guy. All right. Yeah. So that's so basically I got to bosses on both sides. <laughs> of, okay, of so pets. they're not boss they're
0: they're mini bosses. Yeah. Well yeah. I mean, the big bosses you'll know. Yeah. There's sure.
1: usually there's usually a cutscene that happens with the bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. But uh, that's where I am, basically hmm. on on both sides. But I love the movement of the game. Yeah, I love the stealth side of the game is just so good. I love the zone that you can get in with it. Mm-hmm. Um, going from, in, you know, I'm going to say mini boss encounter to mini boss encounter, uh-huh. like that traveling, that exploration, uh, that discovery is awesome. Um, and I do enjoy the combat. I do the, enjoy the, the blocking, mm-hmm. um, the whole kind of building someone up to kind of break their posture is yeah. is pretty fascinating. The death blow thing, like it is good for sure. Um, I I just wonder uh, because you know it's a from software game. This game has very tough sections, um, so I just wonder how much I'll actually stick with it. You know what I mean, hmm. but. I want to, that's the thing. Cause I'm really enjoying playing him. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm probably enjoying playing this game just as much as, um, uh, bloodborne. Okay. And honestly, in a weird way, it reminds me of Ninja Gaiden, the reboot on Xbox mm-hmm. of like this really kind of faster paced action game, uh, with these environments and bosses and all over the place. And, um, that game was really hard. I mean, I never played the NES original. I'm sure that's even harder. But at least that Xbox reboot was fucking really hard. Uh, and I love that game. Finished that game multiple times. So it kind of reminds me of that. Of you just gotta gotta stick with it. You just gotta pay attention. Really. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of learning. Uh, a lot of
0: like what I like about it is like inviting the attack so you can counter it. Yeah. Like definitely. trying trying to provoke them into making a mistake. Yeah.
1: It's not as much about dodging as it is just blocking and countering yeah really um, which you kind of just got to retool your mind because I'm so used to like in the Assassin's Creed Odyssey I mean not 100% comparable but you know I I don't even know how to parry in that game I've never fucking done it. Oh, right. Really? Uh, yeah. uh, that's all I, just, I do. <laughs> I just dodge everything, <laughs> you know? And, and so that's what I'm used to. So you just, I just got to retool my brain a little bit, but, uh, I probably would have beaten the chain ogre, except there's like one random dude. Like yeah, you go all yeah, the steps and yeah. turn left. There's one spear. random
0: guy. I got to go just, did you unlock the counter for the spears? The miraki counter on your skill tree? I have not unlocked skill tree. Yet. Oh,
1: are you sure? You positive. you must have earned a skill point. I have six skill points, I, and I have no clue where to fuck to spend them. So do you do uh,
0: I think you do them at the uh, rest totem, the, the rest. totems. Yeah,
1: and I, I th- there's nothing there for me. There isn't? Unless I'm I guess there's someone jackass.
0: you need to talk to, probably.
1: Probably. That's. I, I looked it up because I have six skill points. I'm like, how the fuck do I use this stuff? And I just looked it up, and it's just like, you got to progress further in the game. So that's what I figured. I figured I just got to go further. Um, you should have access to something by now. Yeah, I might have to... Look it up and dig deeper because I mm-hmm. thought that myself. I'm like, I have all these skill points that I'm sure would help me in some. Maybe way. maybe <laughs> mm, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Alright. But yeah, you you're enjoying it so far though? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean I think it is a it is a fun game. It is fucking beautiful. Yeah. I love the environments in this game. Like they're just they're so mm-hmm. good. Um I'm trying to think. One else, but I, I do think the um, I mean, it's a from software game, so it's a little expected. Like, the punishment for death is really brutal in this game, and I think I mean, you're making progress to skill points, and once you get the skill point, it's yours. Yeah. But man, like, getting that cut in half, your money's cut in half, um, I think it can be a little brutal just because of you know. I don't I feel like going from like a mini boss to a mini boss is not overly difficult and most of the time I can get from A to B pretty effectively and with this sort of game you know you really don't know what's around the corner so maybe you do get in that encounter and you and you fail and then there goes a ton of progress that you just spent a ton of time making that's that's my only gripe with it but it's not I don't know how big of a gripe it really is but.
0: yeah but i i think it's a little bit relieving too that is hey this stuff gets cut in half and that's it uh, rather than hey we took everything but you can recover it if you go all the way back to where true. you last died true like in a bloodborne or a dark souls i i find that part to be frustrating the run to your body kind of thing mm-hmm. i Especially- feel like at least in second row it's like okay let's just start over right now
1: yeah and it is at least good that once you gets skill point, it's yours. Yes, you know what I mean.
0: And and if you and really you can want- and you, uh, I'm not sure if you know where the merchant is. Uh, there is a merchant that you, since you were at the chain ogre, there is a merchant you should have access to right yes. now. Uh, you can buy um, pouches uh, or purses or something like that, money bags that will. Mm-hmm. Keep the val. well, it's a little you'll lose a little bit of value there, but uh, that money doesn't go away, it's stored in like a pouch. You know how they used to have like bloodstone shards, yeah. it's kind of like that, but for your money,
1: okay? Because I have like five money bags, so okay. I could have put money in there.
0: No, 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 or- that those are worth money. You can oh. buy more money bags, and they're items that you can use. That'll keep okay. put more money in your inventory. So if you want to, like, save up that way and then use those when you're about to make a big purchase.
1: Okay. All right. just got to do some exploration. I did talk to a merchant that I bought information from. Yes. Same guy? Uh,
0: yes. Okay. He will eventually have inventory for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, and one fuck the giant chickens that are in this game. Oh yeah, big big. Yeah, those they are a total pain in the ass. I walked into one of the areas in the Harada estate, and there's like four of them. I'm
0: mm-hmm. like, ah. Uh, yeah, I need that to that was actually my first that was my first death <laughs> really?
1: in there. Yeah. 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 It's I'm like fuck these things, man. Go away. Um yeah. How much f- are you you Way further than me or
0: Um yeah, I'm a little bit further than you. Uh so um as far as the Harada estate go and yeah, I, I am a little bit further than you. Uh you have so you have too many bosses in the Harada estate that I've already beaten. Okay. Um and I'm at the boss at the, I'm stuck well, I haven't really tried again, but there's a boss at the Harada estate that I'm that is next on my list. Mm-hmm. And then as far as uh, the Ashina place goes, there is a mini boss. Oh, let's see. A really cool event that I'm not going to talk about. A major boss uh, to fight. And then uh, there's another mini boss right after that That boss that's I think is actually a harder fight. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's... Mm, yeah. I will say it is hot bullshit and people in the know will know what I mean. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's, uh, it's a cool game for sure. I guess while we're on the topic, I mean a big topic that's been going around because of this game is difficulty. Yes. In games and in accessibility stuff. Yes. Um, basically one side is like, no a from software like game or a game directly from these guys. Uh, doesn't need a difficulty mode doesn't need an easy mode um that's it's baked into the experience the other side says well motherfucker just don't play it on the easy difficulty then like if
0: it's there it's there for people that aren't you yeah definitely like come that's where i stand on like easy an easy mode has not ruined a video game
1: no I don't think it's so. just another
0: and, way to play it. Like, and if that's not the way you want to play it, then play it where, the, the yeah. other way.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't. I agree with that. And I don't think if there was an easy mode in a From Software game, that would be an issue because um, to me. For example, like Bloodborne, or maybe even Sakiro even probably Dark Souls. I would love to play through these games because I want to be in the environments and see the world. That's what I get mm-hmm. out of it—not pounding my head against bosses over and over and over again. Sure, it's satisfying when you beat one. I'm not going to deny that at all. Uh, and and I like the fact that you just you kind you gotta build your skills and really start paying attention to the boss and their movements and all that stuff. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But I also like, if there was an easy mode, I don't think it would hurt the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they could straight up tell you like, Hey, the best experience is playing through it. Um, you know, on normal difficulty, which is mm-hmm. what we get. Like I think of it's, and it's not on PlayStation, but cuphead, like, Cuphead, you there is an easy mode in that game. It's not overly rewarding because it's it's too easy, and then you don't get certain things out of beating the bosses that way. But if you want to progress through the game, that's a way to do it. Um, but the normal difficulty is the way to play that game. And so there's both options. Like If you want to just get through the boss and see the game, you can do that. Yeah. But to get the most out of the game, that's that's how you should play it you know
0: yeah but also like don't be an asshole to people who play things on easy mode like Mm -hmm. there's like people are people only have so much time for games and uh like to give someone shit for playing on easy mode that is actually literally one of the gamer crimes that came up it's like yeah that's a fucking crime like stop fucking doing that stop giving people shit for playing games on easy Yeah. Because if that's the way they want to play games, let them fucking play games like that Mm -hmm. because games are meant to be
1: fun. I will fully admit that I play certain games on easy mode. And I enjoy that. You know what I mean? I don't have all the time in the world to just bang my head against a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, You know, but I get that there's some people who love to play games and they always go for the hardest difficulty. Mm -hmm. And that's what they, they enjoy. You know, when I play a call of duty campaign i'll either play it on easy or normal most of the time normal but you know i just want to get through it i want to shoot dudes i want to experience the game um yeah and i'll, I'll people, play them on hardened or veteran and i'm
0: like okay yeah. i'll play in that way because and you'll
1: jump in at that difficult yeah you know what i mean it's just and options there's nothing wrong with options at all yeah
0: and yeah it's uh games can be for everyone. This the idea that a certain game like should be inaccessible for some people is just bullshit. And I hate that kind of gatekeeping. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah. Yeah. All right. Like I, I don't think a easy mode in a from software game completely ruins your vision for the game. That's just, yeah, it's rival. just, it's just tuned differently. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Let's see, other things I played, I've probably dropped another... Uh, probably 14 to 15 hours into Division 2. Oh, Lots I've, I've seen you put, put some screenshots it. up. Uh, yes. How are you enjoying that? I love this game. Um, it's got its problems for sure, but uh, I've just fallen in the trap where that's all I really want to do right now. Um, let's see, we... We have opened up almost the entire map, and we have two main missions left, and then we have three strongholds. So strongholds are just bigger, more gigantic main missions. Uh, so we've really cleared out a lot of the map, a lot of control points we captured around the map, um, and I have some pretty badass gear now, some pretty badass skills, uh, and really just going through these missions, a lot of the main missions especially is just it's a little bit of a treat. like it's just really enjoyable. There's some pretty cool boss fights um, and some really great environments to go through a lot of cool uh, museums, uh, space stuff, uh, all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, we just liberated the Washington Monument, went through the Lincoln Memorial. That was pretty rad. Uh, there's there's a lot of really, really cool stuff in the game. and just like my character, I have some banging rifles, dude, like these rifles I'm popping like in granite, do a lot more when you're at the end game, but I'm popping like four k headshots off of this thing. it's it's beautiful. Uh, and in the setup of a encounter especially with people when you're playing with friends which by uh, like there is no other way that I want to play this game anymore because I tried playing it like 20 minutes by myself and I was just getting fucking destroyed the game is 100% tuned to play with friends and it's just a way more enjoyable experience because you can revive each other you can strategize uh, and you can uh, mix skills together so it's just absolutely fascinating. Every time we get to a an encounter, we all set up behind different cover. Uh, I send out my uh, little uh, seeker mines. The seeker mine splits into like f- up to three to five different mines, goes and targets all these guys. Boom, blows up. I set my turret up. Uh, the turret's going, uh, mowing people down, sending drones out, shooting chem launcher people. It's It's really really rad uh, just mixing the skills and uh, so yeah that's just kind of where where that game is I'm up to level 24 so I'm almost at at 30 which is uh, what you got to get to to start the end game um, trying to think think of what else I mean I will say this about the game which I I think is a big flaw for the game it's a big criticism like the story just sucks so hard and the to the point where it's a little harder even though like I'm I'm enjoying the gameplay and the environments that's where it's at to me the environments and the missions particularly so everything in between just sucks ballsack And to me, it almost makes me wonder why it's an open world game because it's kind of a a waste of time because all I'm doing is I'm going back to base. I'm getting some upgrades. Then I am just fast traveling to the next point so then I can just run to the next main mission. Like, that's all I want to do. I want to go from mission, mission, mission. Why not just put me in the hub of the White House and let me just launch missions from there? Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with it because they don't make and maybe it changes in the end game. Cause I know a certain enemy type like invades towards the end and kind of populates the world. So maybe it gets better, but they just don't make a great use of the open world aspect of the game. You know what I mean? It, it just feels like a little bit of fluff that doesn't need to be there. Uh, and then two, it's just kind of hard to get invested when the story just is, is not there. I couldn't tell you what any of these characters are. I couldn't tell you what they're doing, why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, really ever um and it's just you you know when when i'm playing destiny like there's a reason why i'm doing everything that i'm doing and i find at least the lore of the world to be very fascinating yes the story might not be the greatest thing in the world but there's something there that you can latch on to whereas here it's it's just not as interesting and that i i totally get that that could be the opposite for someone you know sci-fi might not be someone thinks so destiny isn't their thing but some more like the division maybe is but at least that's some, something uh with me and then also there's just some really random like glitches uh like <laughs> i went around a corner and i just ju- kind of my character did a. Uh, like the roll move. And I was literally just stuck in this corner and I could not move. And it wasn't like, basically here's a piece of garbage and here's another piece of garbage. It was literally just trash. And there was no reason why I couldn't have just rolled out of where I was, but I was literally stuck. I had to pull up the map and fast travel to your brother who was standing right in front of me just to get out of it. And I'm like, there goes like 30 seconds, you know, just really random random glitches like that mm. and and really random like AI stuff that's kind of weird we were taking a control point and the enemies just kept charging at us and just running right past it and they just kept running and running and running and running, running every single one of them I'm like what do you What are you? why are you running this is bizarre so I'm just like mowing these dudes down because they're just running right by me and like sometimes the AI in this game is so smart and then sometimes it is so dumb it's just not a a ton of consistency there, but yeah, it's a cool game. I'm trying to think of what else I play a little bit. I am almost done with Spyro 2. I only have a few more trophies and levels to do. I think I'm in like 82% complete. Um, the one thing I'll say about that game, that game does not hold up nearly as well as I huh. thought it would. There is some absolutely fucking aggravating stuff to do in 2019 completely fucking frustrating in that game and in the camera is just so bad sometimes uh to the point where i'm getting frustrated like yeah a lot of the memories are coming back to me of a lot of these levels because so i played the game so much back on playstation one but man i just don't remember some of the stuff being so frustrating like chasing these fucking rabbits around forever and they're so hard to get dude took me like 20 minutes to kill these four fucking rabbits so I could get spark plugs for some asshole so he could give me an orb and I can move on like uh, so frustrating and then there's a trophy for the second boss to uh, basically you have to beat him without killing any fodder basically you know if you get hit you can go kill a random chicken or penguin or pig or whatever. And that'll give you another hit point back. Yeah. So with this boss, you just have to kill him without taking a hit. Okay. That's not too bad. Uh, Except uh, this boss has this like laser cannon thing that can literally like track you, which is just so frustrating because, and then if you get hit, I think it's more than twice. Then the fodder starts the boss will then start eating the fodder and it just keeps spawning over and over, over again, all this stuff. So he, you could have them down half health. Maybe he got hit twice and now he's back up to full health. You know what I mean? Cause you're trying not to do any of that stuff. And yeah. It was, I had 20 lives going into it. I came out with like seven. Huh? Cause it was just pissing me off so much. Uh, but I eventually got it. So yeah, go try to finish that soon. That's all I've played. I believe okay. what else have you played sir? Um so I missed
0: the F1 race in Bahrain mm-hmm. uh, from what I heard it was a pretty exciting race uh, but I would since that happened I got an itch to properly set up my racing wheel and so I did so. I got some caster cups for my wheeled chair and a And a slip mat for the pedal. Yeah. uh, Set my racing wheel up on my desk. And I played a few racing games. Um, Of course, Gran Turismo Sport uh, was one of them. Uh, I also played Project Cars 2 and F1 2018. I like racing cars. I like driving fast. It's pretty cool. It's very fun. I will say, though, I do prefer to race the so in project cars two i'm racing the well i race for my i started a new career and started out in the formula rookie uh and i just like open wheel racing Mm -hmm. uh i tried to drive in uh, Gran turismo sport uh i think i was driving a corvette and god i just couldn't like it was just not i wasn't feeling it I, i was not feeling driving a corvette uh, it's, it's, just, I don't know. It's something about those open wheel cars and just. Could you s- tell the difference? Yeah. In,
1: in driving them?
0: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. Uh, but yeah, F1 2018 is what I, I've been playing mostly, uh, today. Um, I'm at, I'm at the German Grand Prix and I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I will say those F1 cars behind the, on a racing wheel, it is just fast mm-hmm. like it is a lot of fast action you are doing a lot of work on
1: that wheel yeah i imagine you also have to have incredible focus yes no distractions you
0: can't have a cat walk in front of you while you're racing nope because that means bad things yeah <laughs> uh, thankfully i was on a straight and i could just pause it and remove the cat yeah <laughs> um But yeah, I'm I'm having fun with that. Uh, Are you
1: leading the points?
0: um, I can't remember where I am on the. I'm not sure if I'm leading. I'm up there. Uh, I'm currently leading the race. I had to save mid-session to get here today. Uh, But I'm not sure about the pit stop situation. We'll see. Rain's supposed to clear up. I think <laughs> everyone's going to go for one last stop for the until the end of the mm. race. Probably put on the mediums.
1: Yeah, the thing I love about the F1 games, like you really feel it when the rain's coming down. Yeah, it definitely feels different.
0: And yeah, I, I had to pit, do I had to do half a lap on uh on my saw so- on my slick softs yeah. in the rain. Yeah, like and, if
1: you don't pit to change tires, you could be really fucking. Yeah.
0: nervous. Yeah. it's cool. I did about half a lap and put some intermediates on, and I'm, I'm good. Yeah. But, yeah, it's I, I think I found, like, with the wheel now, my skills have regressed since, I, since I've since i mostly been playing on controller. I am now in a place where the races seem very tight and competitive. That's good. And, I, like, mm, I, I like overtaking... Especially with the DRS down along long straight into a hairpin. Yeah. Oh my god, I Feels love good. it. Yeah, breaking late and mm, mm, trying not to lock up. Yeah. I'm working on peeling away the assists.
1: Okay.
0: I'm I'm taking off ABS first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's there's a lot to do on that controller though, especially with uh, if. Uh, so I'm still dri- driving automatic right now. I need to get used to just driving with uh, ABS off. And then I think manuals to be my next step. And then I'm going to slowly tune down the traction control. Yeah.
1: To a point where I it just feels real. Yeah. There you yeah. go. And then you can go actually race F1 cars. Yeah.
0: And Like, real. I'll start my
1: career at like 27 yeah. in F1. And that's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, there are certain drivers out there that like that's how they, like, kind of grew up in a way of you know just racing these, these simulation sort of things. Yeah, but did you did you did you see that they're
0: putting fucking like nineteen and twenty year olds in F one cars now? It's crazy. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there. I know there's certain like a lot of NASCAR drivers might come up with like dirt racing or go karts like there's some now that like their thing is this I forget what it's called but it's this like super crazy simulation sort of thing and that's how they they got good and now they're you know maybe mm-hmm. racing top NASCAR series I mean it's crazy how this stuff has evolved yeah in, in racing I don't know if anyone's out there doing F1 2018 <laughs> and then doing the real thing but that would be a pretty fun, cool I mean, story. I mean, I know uh, <laughs> Gran
0: Turismo has, has officially sanctioned FIA of uh, races, so mm-hmm. it's definitely an official thing. Yeah. Um, but other than racing, uh, I didn't get back into Sekiro. I meant to, um, but I I just, I got distracted by some other things like, well, hmm borderlands
1: that's right i
0: played some of that borderlands game of the year edition yes, i came out it's 30 that. bucks it's it uh it's on playstation 4 finally yep uh i started a siren character
1: okay i started a soldier because mm. i wanted that turret with me i like phase walking man yeah Ooh. Phase walking school yeah i didn't get, i didn't get started till like 10 10, 30-ish or something. It was really late last night. Basically, I, I one, I forgot how slow the beginning of that game is. It's real slow. Yeah. But I'm kind of at the point now where you're, I'm, the game's opened up just a little bit. Like, you're getting multiple missions from people. Yeah. Um, like, from Tiki Baha and went to Skog Galley and Skag Galley or Skag Gully. Jesus, can't say Words right, but took out a bunch of stuff there. Real intense fights. That's basically where I'm at. I don't know how mm-hmm. far you got?
0: I'm a, I got I'm doing a few things in New Haven. Okay, so yeah, you're yeah you're far. Yeah, you're I'm, into it. I'm, yeah, I'm probably about a third of the way into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I it's the OG Schluter. Yeah. Yep. Um, some things hold up pretty well. Other things, I I'm not sure about. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Especially the opening. The opening is way too slow. Yes. That doesn't age very well.
1: Story's not as good in this one. No. Compared
0: to other Borderlands games. And I, I don't necessarily like the characters all that much. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, the characters yeah. don't seem to mean much. No. Nope. Environments
1: aren't as exciting. Yeah. It's a lot For of sure. desert. But... I forgot how much I love playing Borderlands. Though. Yeah. Like I really enjoy just shooting stuff, getting the loot, you know, killing these weird ass creatures or bandits and stuff like that stuff. It does feel really good. Just doing quest. Uh, but there's so many quests in this game for like stupid shit. Yeah. It'll be like a walk of- walk from this end to talk to this person. And that's a quest. Yeah. You don't get a lot for it, but that's a quest. I'm like, why? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I never finished the first Borderlands. Really? No. All right. Never, never Maybe we'll did. all have to jump in there with you. Yeah, I think we definitely should should uh, play together. I saw there was some issues with some of that, so yeah, yeah, out, but yeah. Mm. yeah, I also played
0: other games too. Mm. Uh, Path of Exile. I've been continuing on with that. Uh, mm-hmm. Another nice Diablo-like game uh with a lot of loot uh to the point where you're very selective about what you actually pick up in your inventory it's got a resident evil 4 style inventory system where you have but, to arrange things yeah um so yeah, i mostly only pick up gold things because yeah, then, don't blame me i mean there are there are like four tiers of of uh, rarity there is common there is rare there is, uh, I forget what the, uh, I think it's epic or legendary, and then there's unique stuff. So I only usually go for the legendary unique stuff. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it, it's a very much a Diablo-like game. I have built up a witch character who is a necromancer who I just summon a lot of skeletons and zombies and phantoms. Uh, and they do all the work for me so it's a very lazy type of game for me
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, but there are definitely out there are other classes that are more active and stuff like that it's got a very deep customization system you can build out your character in a very wide variety of ways um I'm I'm having fun with it. Uh, I just cleared Act Two of. I think there are nine acts in this game. Wow. Don't correct me on this. I'll probably just go and look after after I do this show. But yeah, it's it's a fairly lengthy game. It's free. How's it work? Monetization then? Uh, only only uh cosmetic stuff. Uh, occasionally it'll say it'll pop up a message when you start playing. Uh, that. Hey, this new item is available in the store, but other than that, it doesn't really push you there. It's interesting. Yeah,
1: but I feel with it not—you know—it sounds like it's actually a good game, and then it's not overly aggressive or in your face about it. Then yeah, more people might be willing to toss.
0: Like there, it. there are other things you can buy that are more utility stuff, but nothing that'll like change the way you play the game. Uh, there's stuff to, like to get more uh bank slots more yeah like and just better organization for your bank stuff uh, too it's yeah it hey it's it's a free game and i think it's pretty darn cool yeah i think it's uh yeah it's better than a lot of games that charge for this type of game i I feel um yeah check it out if you haven't because it's free Uh, I guess the last thing I played here is Apex Legends. Yeah. I played with Keith for a while. Actually, before he got on, I played a few matches, and I actually won one. Really? With a stranger, and we didn't see any action.
1: How's that even possible?
0: The circle was very kind to us, and the last couple of squads killed each other off and died to the circle. (laughs) Good. I so we had it was three of us Uh, the one guy he just he separated from the group at the drop he got a kill and then he died and then he left so it was just me and one other guy for most of the game wow we literally won with one squad kill from that guy who left That's hilarious and didn't see anybody that's so crazy we were kitted up pretty good I had a uh, I had the triple take with a an 8x scope on it and yeah and the other guy had some sort of sniper rifle too but yeah we were just sitting in the circle waiting for stuff to happen jeez heard some gunfire and then oh wait you're the champion <laughs> sure i'll take it <coughs> but yeah I'm, I'm having fun with that i got the i got the battle pass yeah it's a grind It's a really, it's a bad grind.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's what it sounds like.
0: Yeah, if there were, like, missions and stuff, it would be so much better. Mm -hmm. But instead, it's just bonus XP for playing as each character, and it's limited per season how much bonus XP you'll get. God. (sighs) They could do better. I hope they do better with the next one.
1: I I feel like they will, because, you know, the game's gotten so much uh, goodwill and... you know, this is kind of the... Only Octane really is cool. Thing Octane's him. really fucking cool. Yeah. You like him?
0: Yeah. He's... Yeah, he's a rad character.
1: Yeah, he looks like somebody straight out of Borderlands. Honestly. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. Did you guys win? You win, Keith? No, no.
0: I think the best we got was like third. Right on. Uh, but yeah, it, we saw quite a bit of action. Uh, yeah. I I like that game a lot. Yeah, and I will continue to play it. Uh, but that does it for the games.
1: It's a lot of games, dude. Yeah,
0: lots of games. Games from PAX, home games, They're all happening. the games, and games that got us that are uh, probably being played in excitement for games coming out later this year. Borderlands 3. Holy fuck. Yeah. That Gearbox presentation at PAX sucked, but holy shit, Borderlands 3 is coming.
1: Let's just talk about that Fucking packs thing that they had. It Fuck was you, so awkward to watch. Like I don't give a shit about your onstage magic, Randy Pitchford. Oh my like, god, I cannot believe how long that magic segment was. I, and then I also just couldn't believe he did the magic segment. I couldn't believe how much he was on stage just because of where he's been. Well, in the they news didn't recently.
0: take questions from the audience, so
1: there's probably That's a true. safety net there. That's true, but oh my god that was just awkward and the whole board game thing was just weird. Uh, their whole vibe was weird. They did like this live like trailer reaction to their own trailer on stage mm. which was like okay. And then sure. they had technical difficulties which <laughs> yep. Yeah it happens like <laughs> I just I, 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 so right at the end they, they announced Borderlands 3 showed the trailer. The trailer was super jittery the whole time because they were having technical difficulties and it's just like That's not what was supposed to be. How about we play it again? Everybody's like, yeah! (laughs) So they just played the fucking trailer again. Like, could you imagine if that happened at E3? Of, like, this trailer was jittery, so, like, fucking Sean Lane comes out. He's like, how about we just play the trailer again? Here's God of War 2. I don't know. Mm. That would just never happen at a place like E3, but just because it was Gearbox and Pax and Randy Pitchford, it just... it was funny it was entertaining but man it was awkward to watch (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, but the big news is borderlands 3 announced and releasing this year september 13th is the date attached to it uh this leaked on like april 1st which made me skeptical but then it was later confirmed uh
1: yeah, I don't really understand why they didn't announce the date that yeah, day. Yeah, it doesn't because make I sense. Feel, it's a few days later. Yeah. I mean, the place was going fucking nuts because they're finally showing this game off. And if it would have ended with, bam, September 13th, the place would have exploded even more. Yeah. Um, I mean, the place was going crazy when just Randy Pitchford showed his jacket that just had a three on the back
0: of it. Mm-hmm. It's
1: like, uh, that's all they had to do. But yeah. I yeah
0: I they, it seem we haven't seen enough from the trailer to suggest what kind like what kind of changes they may have made for Borderlands three yeah uh, that's what I'm most interested in in seeing what they actually did to make it different or see if they learned anything from say other games that have been out over the years since Borderlands two. Uh, I hope they have seen some things and how games are being made. Like what? Like service games as a service. I hope they understand that, hey, Borderlands 3 could have some legs if we decided to, hey, maybe do a live game kind of thing or maybe like just have a content strategy that keeps people coming mm. back to Borderlands 3. Yeah. Cuz that's what I thought like was maybe missing from Borderlands 2 is like sure there were the DLC but once you've done all the content, you've done all the content and there was nothing on the horizon.
1: Yeah. I agree with you on that. I think a live a- live aspect to this game would be awesome, but at the same time I don't know if I necessarily needed for Borderlands like I enjoy Borderlands for doing missions with my friends and building up these different characters. That's what I want out of Borderlands. not necessarily these live events that are happening all the time. I, I don't know. Like if I want that, I can go play destiny. Mm-hmm. That, that's just where I lie. Like I'd rather have in call me kind of maybe old-fashioned, like I just want a brand new Borderlands experience multiple planets though this yes multiple worlds which is exciting there so it seemed like certain things they are doing very traditionally of like there's four new vault hunters you Mm -hmm. can you can pick so you're not creating your own character in this one i know there's some complaints about that i am one of like Character creation has never been something I enjoy in games. So, like with the Division Two, I made my guy look stupid, and I probably spent less than five minutes doing it. Mm-hmm. I probably spent f- less than five minutes creating my character in Destiny. I was like, the dude has slick hair and he's got a cool eyeball. I'm done. You know, I I, I don't I know I know I know like that's like a very core experience for some people, and that's awesome. But you know, just. I want to choose a character. I, I'd rather not spend time thinking about it. That's where I...
0: Yeah, there, there's something to be said to, like, having your characters be your characters. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, in, yeah, if you're I making a game. Yeah. Like, definitely. these are the characters that are in our game, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But I think for, like, Borderlands 3, I, I think for a multiplayer game, there there is something to be said about expressivity. Like, so, in Borderlands 2, the customization kind of sucked. It did. It like, did. it was skins, yes. like and I guess you could change the head or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like there needs to be more. Yeah. There, there just needs to be more in Borderlands three. Like you need to be able to make, say, I, I don't know, like armor. say if like one that. of the character yeah. classes is a boner, like your boner looks different than my boner. And yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, mean,
1: uh, I would, I would totally agree with that one. Or <laughs> <we're> really like, <laughs> yeah, like how serious we are about customizing <laughs> boners, but, um, it sounds like gun customization is going to be more of a thing. in this. yeah. And it looked like there's possibly a crafting system, uh-huh. which I think is a smart thing for borderlands to add. One of my favorite things from their initial trailers that there's guns with legs on it. How fucking awesome is that? That is so borderlands. That is so cool uh, to me. Um, so you could buy there's multiple editions you could buy um, you can get weapon skins for the legendary butt stallion butt stallions back yeah mm. um, but one thing that feels a little traditional like they did with Borderlands 1 and 2 and maybe the pre sequel I don't remember um, you can buy a season pass and you'll get four DLC campaigns mm-hmm. I hope they're rad um, because most of them it, for Borderlands 2 were pretty cool especially the Tiny Tina's. That's one of my favorite DLCs I've ever played. So as long as they're worth the price um, and give you some good content, which I feel those did, I can, I can be down with that. But that, that is to me telling me in, yes, they, they still have a lot more to show off with the game of like, maybe it's not as live service sort of thing as people want um, because I feel like if it was a live service thing, that stuff might might have been free, and they might have dripped it out, maybe, and had some different monetization methods. I don't know. Who knows? It, it So visually, it's definitely a lot like Borderlands Two. It does look better. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Looks because, a little bit sharper. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's about it. I mean, I could.
0: I mean that's an art style that that's just their that's their art style like that
1: art style can only do can only look so different like it just looks sharper here i love the art style i think it's Mm i think it's a very cool thing um see what else you think there's gonna be shift keys in the game randy pittsman yeah sure tweeting out them shift keys (laughs) sure uh i love how they added them into the game of the year edition for borderlands one mm-hmm yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, your, were you gonna say something no, no no i was just gonna ask where's your hype level for borderlands 3
0: uh, uh, you know i uh, i like borderlands i like playing borderlands uh I, i'll play it when it's out like there i have so much to do right now that like okay that's a thing on the horizon that i can uh, that i'll play when it's out like mm. there, I i don't know like it's I feel like unless the game is remarkably different than Borderlands two, it's just gonna be another one of those, which good sure that that's a good game. it's just not it's not going to excite me in the way as if they if they evolved it in another way
1: mm-hmm. and and I do see that aspect as well because from borderlands two to three that is a huge gap I mean that's like seven mm-hmm. years it's gonna be, and games have changed a lot then yeah, you know what I mean so in in this market this sort of sh- subgenre, in a way is very crowded at this point so yeah what what are they going to do to stand out from the pack i mean i'm super excited for it just because i love borderlands i love the loop of borderlands i like the world I like the characters so i'm like really looking forward to it um but I am interested in what they're going to change. Mm-hmm. I think May 1st, they said, is going to be like a gameplay sort of reveal. Okay. Um, I do love that it is out this year. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is one he- half of uh, my prediction for these games.
1: Yeah, we'll see if the other one. Cyberpunk,
0: cyberpunk. We still have to agree. Uh,
1: can we just agree on a meal somewhere? Sure. How about, because I went. I know you've been there. I think you liked it. I was just there this past weekend. I think it was Eastern Palace. Okay. Like yeah. 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 That place is fucking awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. It's it's pretty good. Oh man, I got the um, and I'm gonna butcher this. I guess it's called a kachikai sort of thing. It it was like um, chicken, some other other uh, noodles, some different type of fucking noodles and. Mm. Were they big, thick noodles or were they smaller? They were, they were big, thick noodles. Oh. They had a little bit of small noodles thrown in, but um, it was really good. It's the only thing I thought was weird is on the menu, it said this thing was spicy. It was not spicy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then my fiance got the uh, just regular curry. Yeah. And it didn't say it was spicy. That shit's spicy. I don't know if you've had the curry there. Yeah, oh, I had shit. the curry. Yeah, it's it's got a little... It's not bit. overly spicy, but it, it had more spice than I thought it would. <laughs> but also the sushi is really good.
0: Yeah, I had their sushi. It's,
1: so why don't we do that? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. If Cyberpunk 2077 does not come out in 2019, you are buying my meal. Yeah. If it does, I'm buying your meal. Correct. All right, let's do it. Let's shake on that. All right. Let's do it. All right. Either way, we're eating at a cool place some <laughs> At some point. Yeah. <laughs> place is so good. All right. Well, let's
0: move on to the other Schluter that is out right now. Yep. That you're playing Des- uh, Division Two, not Destiny Two. Division Two. Uh, it's of course having its title basin update, which we talked about mm-hmm. last week. There are other changes coming alongside that, Tyler. What in here is notable for you and other Division Two agents?
1: Yeah. So there's just some things that they're tweaking, some skills, some weapons. Certain specific weapons are um, getting balanced a little bit better. Uh, the chem launcher is being reworked. So when you press the button, you equipped it. Uh, from there, it operates just like any other weapon, which is nice. Uh, one that they talked about, another one they talked about here was the sniper turret. So basically, you can unlock a regular turret. And then there's you can make it be a flamethrower turret, which is fucking rad. There was one instance when we got into this very tight area There's a ton of dudes and both your brother and Sam thought at the same exact time without saying anything to both throw out their flame turrets and they threw them in different spots. Those dudes just lit up and we just watched all these guys just burn and just sat there. It was kind of fucked up but it was really satisfying to watch. The fire looks really good in Division 2, I'll say that. But the sniper turret's another one where the turret just fires these really high-caliber sniper rounds. Very awkward to use. That I unlocked it, I'm like, you know, this might complement some of their abilities, uh, but it was very weird. I did not know that you had to, like, press it press every individual shot so not only am i aiming and shooting my normal guns but i'm trying to fucking pay attention to where this turret is shooting uh or aiming really um and then i have to fire each individual shot that's just a lot going on but they're Mm -hmm. tweaking that which is nice uh tweaking the way mods work so mods are interesting in this game. They'll give you a buff, but they typically take something away from you. Um, they're revamping the weapon mods across the board, giving them new values. They may not be as high, but that also wa- uh, offer way fewer negative drawbacks, which is good because yeah, you're 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 modding yourself, but you almost feel like it's kind of canceling canceling uh, things out there. Um, so that's good. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's mostly just a lot of skill skill and mod changes. That's the biggest thing. And a few weapons. So that is coming uh, along with World Tier 5, a new Stronghold. I believe April 5th is when that drops. So that's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. Uh,
0: we've got here a couple of announcements for video games. Releasing uh, VR for Everybody's Golf is coming May 21st. Yeah. Um, uh, this is a separate game. Uh, you'll be able to buy it for $30. <clears throat> yep. Something getting stuck in my throat there. Uh, yeah, $30 for Everybody's Golf VR May 21st. And also coming this fall is Jackbox Party Pack 6. Um,
1: yep. Let's see. Uh, I... I'm Not sure. Trivia, murder party two. Okay, is happening. Um, new questions, dastardly. New mini games, cursed gifts, weird new ways to die, and enhanced audio features. Um, yeah, and then mm-hmm. they didn't really say much else besides some hints on what the other games might be. And they are keys, mirrors, wigs, swords, daddy issues, and fun. Huh. I wouldn't Weird. imagine these games would be fun. Yeah. Fuck. I know. Man,
0: that just blew my mind. I know. they cool. cool. No um An important piece of news for everybody out there on the PlayStation. You should know that now there is a refund policy for PlayStation digital p- purchases. Uh, so according to this new policy, uh, you can have a pre-order refunded before it's released uh, you can have digital games um, refunded if you have not downloaded them within, I want to say two, yes, two weeks. Um, yep. But yeah, something. It's I mean, something. There, it really there wasn't a, wasn't, a policy. You literally yeah. have to call customer service and beg. Yep. Before before this, but yeah, now there is a. There's a thing for if I have my DualShock 4 plugged yeah. in and turned on my PlayStation 4 and I accidentally <laughs> buy a bunch of shit I
1: don't want. Yeah, you can refund that now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's better than nothing. And with Sony also not selling the um, game cards for digital purchases in store anymore, I mean, at least this is another way to uh, appease people a little bit with that, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No gifting though. Nope. That's
0: yeah. That's something they get around to. That's got to be something like. It doesn't make sense why you can't do it. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. It's yeah. a problem that's been solved by other people. Yeah. Definitely.
1: hey better than nothing.
0: Um. Okay. So. In. A little bit sadder news. If you are a fan of Drive Club uh drive clubs to be delisted in August on PlayStation Network uh and it's shutting down next year Yeah yep uh, I'm trying to see when next year it's shutting down but it's yeah drive clubs dying Yes and that is the fate of a lot of what's going to be the fate of a lot of uh Always online games like this, it's, yeah, I I wonder where, I wonder how long they keep the Destiny 1 servers on.
1: I imagine there's still people playing that, more so than Drive Club. Honestly, I, I sort of forgot Drive Club existed. Drive Club had potential, though. When I did play it, I did enjoy it, Um, but man, that game had a rocky launch. Yes. Uh, Really bad server problems and all sorts of stuff, and it was also delayed for like a year. Yeah, it was meant to be a launch game, wasn't it? Yep. Um, But yeah, I mean, this, this stuff does suck. it this from the game for article says at the bottom Sony also says all content that's currently being sold on PSN for the game which includes the game itself bikes DLC season pass and standalone PlayStation VR game will also be removed from sale so basically this game just won't fucking exist yeah if you don't already own it and I think so th- you know all the single-player stuff will work if you have it but any online component won't work at all I don't know. I, I, I get shutting the servers down, but completely removing the game.
0: From I wonder sale. if I this is going to be a it. PT situation where if you own it digitally, you won't be able to
1: re-download it. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting because it was a PlayStation Plus game when it launched as well because they promised that it would be a PlayStation Plus game at the launch of PS4. hmm That didn't happen, but... Yeah, I just think, and I know it is a weird situation too. Like Evolution Studios, who made this game, was a first party studio. It Doesn't even exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of got absorbed into uh, Codemasters, which makes Frank's favorite game right now: F One Twenty Eighteen. They also make <laughs> they also make the Project Cars. Yes, they make. No, they they make um, Project Cars. Are you sure? Sh- um, hmm. They make Dirt, the Dirt games. They make Grid is another thing they make um believe they also made onrush Uh, slightly mad studios Uh, ah yes so okay yeah But yeah i mean it's just it's it stinks and i don't really know another way to put it because it's kind of the world that we're in with video games now to where this stuff can go away and it there's got to be a way to preserve these games for sure. And it just stinks that there's going to be so many games out there that will eventually be just lost because they might've only been released digitally and now the servers are gone and now they're not even a thing. Um, you know, how many people are playing drive club now, who knows, you know, and I get there's a business aspect to it, but I also probably think that servers don't cost that much to run for something like this anymore I don't know I could be totally wrong on that but yeah because hmm. we've seen Sony shut down a lot of servers for yeah I think things. they shut down the wipeout servers actually yeah and there's a lot of PS3 games they shut down a servers hmm. for um, I wonder how long PSN is still going to be a thing on PS3 and Vita yeah and that will be a huh. shitty thing when that happens. But, like, now... How am I know, supposed to play Freedom Wars
0: on my Vita with other people? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Locally? Am I supposed <laughs> to find other people who
1: own a Vita in Freedom Wars? Yeah. Fuck. I'm sure there's a lot of people around that, that do that. But I think stuff like this also stings a little bit more in 2019 because a game is never truly finished when it launches anymore mm-hmm. uh, and there's always so many updates or content added to it that you know the game on the disk that you buy is not the game that you end up playing most of the time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so that sort of sucks too that if you have this game you won't be able to get any any of the content or anything like that now mm-hmm. you know before you could just maybe if you wanted to actually own the game you just have a bunch of physical copies of a bunch of different games uh, and yeah that's boxes that's space but now that disc is a little bit worthless potentially and now you have to have a ton of hard drives around Yeah, <laughs> which if those hard drives get corrupted or decay or some shit then sorry about your luck mm-hmm yeah it just sucks hmm all right. There's a world where Drive Club is like a fucking banger of a game. You know. A parallel universe out there, I think. Yeah. It, it had potential. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well,
0: speaking of potential bangers, Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6, potential bangers. You're not going to see them this year. Nope. Not at E3 anyway. Uh who knows what they'll do at QuakeCon. Um, but yeah, no, it seems like we have confirmation that we aren't going to see whatever, uh, Bethesda Game Studios is working on.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's good that they're getting out ahead of time and saying, no, they're not going to be there. Um, yeah. So throw throw. In and I don't,
0: I don't think they need out. to be out there like, No. Absolutely not.
1: Like they did Fallout
0: Four, pretty good. Like, hey, yeah. uh, this is announced and released the same year. Yeah. I imagine I. They probably hope that they can just announce the release date on the year that yeah. Starfield releases. Of course, that's coming first. And then Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, and um, Doom
1: Eternal is Bethesda's big game. Oh Presumably. yeah. Presumably, so they want to give that as much spotlight. As
0: do you think Doom have. Eternal means anything about how that game is going to be done
1: business-wise?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Do you think Eternal means, hey, this is a live game?
1: Oh, maybe. Oh, like a game that mm. just lives on, on, on. Maybe, yeah.
0: Who knows? Yeah. They did some rad things with a snap map in Doom 2016, mm-hmm. so I, I wonder if they'll have a robust creation system where they'll, I don't know, There, there's some stuff they could do with Doom Eternal that yeah. is
1: cool. I would perpetually play Doom forever. <laughs> Shit feels so good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, really quick, I was in the shower after, you know, just pondering life things and I was pondering video games and Borderlands 3 I'm like you know what this year is going to be in a weird way like another really crazy year for shooters because we have Apex Legends, Borderlands 3 uh, Wolfenstein, Rage 2 Doom Eternal New Call of Duty Um, I don't know what else but that's, that's a lot of big shooters once again all going at each other this year so you know, very different sort of games, too. But, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And
0: yeah, I, I, it's a very exciting year. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. How it all shakes out. Um, so, I guess this is the big thing for the week. This whole um, this whole Bioware situation. Where uh, mm-hmm. certain journalist, Jason Schreier, the evil Jason Schreier... Just does his job, doing some journalism, and Bioware tries to clap back at him. Mm-hmm. So Jason, over at Kotaku, has done some reporting around the working conditions and how um, the whole situation leading up to Anthem's release. And it sounds bad. It sounds <sighs> like this, it sounds like the working conditions at Bioware might not be the greatest.
1: Yeah. There's a few really key points to this. First of all, I will say, go read this article. Read mm. it in full. Yeah, it's, uh, it's titled How Bioware's Anthem Went Wrong. Yes. And it's an article that will probably take you a solid hour to read because it's very long, very detailed. But it's so riveting uh, to read. So a few things. One, uh, this game seemed and was incredibly mismanaged. This game was in pre-production for uh, six years. It was like 2012 is when they started pre-production. Right around the time they were wrapping up Mass Effect Three, is when Casey Hudson, in a small group, kind of had this idea of what they wanted this new IP to be. They really wanted to make it stand out from Dragon Age and from Mass Effect. And Casey Hudson left, and things just kind of went from there they they tried a ton of like procedural stuff that they just couldn't get to work these super super intense storms in weather effects they couldn't get to work there was a lot of different things that they tried and, and another key thing is apparently frostbite just sucks to make these sorts of games like they're good for battlefield and that is completely it um, the amount of things that they had to create or uh, there was some people in there that said it would take them 24 hours to do some certain things because frostbite's just so bad to work with and just frustrating. Um, that's another thing. And then no one was really making decisions for the game. You know, they'd, they'd be in a, in a room with some people and, uh, by the end of the meeting, the no one really knew what was happening. Um, some you know there's a lot of uh, examples of people just feeling completely stressed to the point that they have to take some some leave of absence for weeks or months at times. You know, one of, one of the examples was someone literally just went into a conference room and just shut the door and started just crying because they were just so stressed out. Um, there's a lot of kind of. It sounds like I'm trying to think of the word to put it. Like there was three, three now two, different Biowares. There's Bioware Edmonton, Bioware Austin and Montreal. Montreal has since faded into EA. Mm. Shut down. So now it's just Austin and and uh, Edmonton. But they were they even internally they very much constantly like Edmonton thought they were the the top dog. They were the hot shit, Uh, and then Austin was below them in Montreal, even further down. Um, So a lot of senior management at Edmonton would say we got to do this. Austin would try to execute on it and said it. This is not working, and then Edmonton would kind of blow them off, sort of thing. And just really poor management is what it kind of comes down to, it seems. And that sort of infighting sort of sucks. Here's the most mind blowing thing to me. Well, there's two mind blowing aspects to it. One, f- they took flying out of the game several times to where. They they felt like they couldn't get flying to work s- well, and they kept changing how it works. And then the uh, environment and level design people would constantly have to be changing the map uh, because of how the flying works. So they took it out of the game several times. They took it out of this game one time, and Patrick Sotland, uh you know, high executive at EA at the time, no longer with EA now, came to Bioware, played it, and was like, what the fuck is this shit? This sucks. <laughs> Just, you know. Summon that up, pretty much. And he's like, this is not what you promised me. Then uh, they reworked it for a few weeks, put flying back in the game, and then he played He's like, it's fucking awesome. Like, where is this the whole time? E3 2017 rolls around. That's when Anthem got revealed. It was not even called Anthem. It literally, days before, it was actually called Beyond, but they couldn't get the trademarks and other things for it. So they literally changed the name and there were so many people in all of Bioware that had no clue what the fuck the game even really was uh, because the game was so unplayable and it was in production for so long that at that E3 demo is when they really found out what they were trying to make. And then the actual game was in production for 12 to 16 months. They got into 2018 and there wasn't a single mission ready. Like and when you put it that way the game was in production for 12 to 16 months full out production it's actually somewhat remarkable what they made Mm -hmm. in that short of time like imagine if it was managed a lot better and they had two three years of full production maybe what it could have been you know and like they it went on about like there were certain things like that's why that E3 demo that we saw in 2017 is not what we have now because that was kind of a vision, but then they couldn't get that vision to work in such a short amount of time. They had no time. They said loading screens like the loading screens are brutal. Uh, when Anthem first launched, that's because that got put on the chopping block. They had too much other shit to do just to get the game out the door. Hmm. Wow
0: stunning yeah and um uh, do do we want to move on to like what sure Mm -hmm. so this report goes out jason does his work does his job puts this report out and bioware sees (laughs) okay i'm going to just read a couple lines out of here uh we don't see the value in tearing down one another or one another's work. We don't believe articles that do that that are making our industry and craft better. They are pretty much accusing reports like they are accusing journalism of uh, of hurting game development, yeah. where the journalism is actually just trying to highlight and um, put out there like. Things that are definitely wrong with game development and things that are not being done the right way. It is not the job of a journalist to protect a company. No. It, it no is way. a job for them to get stories like this and let people know, like, what's up with the industry and what's happening at one of the biggest developers in the world. Yeah.
1: It's. And especially with such a high profile game, everybody wondered why it went wrong. You know, it's it's not jason's and it's not definitely not an attempt to tear them down it is an it is an attempt to
0: try to explain maybe like try to explain what happened there that this game came out the way it did and it's not it it what jason wrote did not read as oh fuck bioware it was like oh look at this terrible situation that was mismanaged yeah this statement that's being put out by Bioware on their blog seems to be very ignorant of the f- what journalism is about, and they they are they are yeah. f- putting this out there in a world where we see journalists uh, news being targeted by people and being like this is the kind of stuff that gets people death threats for oh no they they talked bad about the company I like and it's like. No, it's this kind of dog whistling is just total bullshit and not a class act from Bioware. No,
1: definitely not. It it also comes off a little bit dismissive of the actual issues within the studio. Mm -hmm. You know, one other thing they went, Jason goes into in his article is uh, what they call the Bioware magic. All of a sudden the game's going to come together at the end sort of thing. People are going to work these crazy hours and it'll happen. They'll find what makes a Bioware game magical? And they were saying that Dragon Age Inquisition being so successful, winning game of the year uh, from multiple different places, is like the worst thing that has happened in this studio because that game was kind of a clusterfuck, but had that Bioware magic and came together at the end, and their development has not changed since then. It has not mm. improved. <laughs> Jason did a very similar thing for Mass Effect Andravda, and and that game was very mismanaged as mm-hmm. well. And it just, you know, it just seems like management is kind of an issue at Bioware.
0: Yeah, and it seems like, especially with a statement, management is trying to cover its own ass, in, in, in probably not in not a great way in which they're mm-hmm. not explicitly saying it, but they're calling to their fans to be to push back against journalism, which
1: yeah. <laughs> not and not a good look yeah and not all of this You know, is EA's fault at all either, uh, because EA said, we're not letting you go past March of 2019 with this game because you've been working on it for seven fucking years. Mm -hmm. Like, we got to put something out, man. But maybe if EA
0: didn't say, hey, everyone fucking use Frostbite. Yeah, no. This thing that doesn't
1: necessarily work outside of its intended use. No. And they were saying how, like, very talented uh, Frostbite engineers were getting pulled off of Anthem to go work on FIFA because FIFA wakes makes way more money for EA, sort of thing. So they were losing a lot of talent that really could have helped them. Um, and because uh, Edmonton's got a little bit of an ego, they ignored a lot of things that Austin was telling them when Austin made Star Wars: The Old Republic, an online game, not in Frostbite, but they have experience with that stuff. They didn't take anything from Mass Effect and Dromeda, like inventory systems, all that sort of stuff. They didn't. They started completely from scratch. And Mm -hmm. they said that instead of like, Oh, this here's an idea. Okay. It's not working. You know, typically, you know, a, Developers might iterate on that to get it to be something. They would just totally blow it up and start from scratch.
0: Yeah, which is not a smart thing to do if other people have solved a problem. And this comes from my experience as a coder. Like A lot of the problems that you encounter, other people have solved in some way. Mm -hmm. And you can look to that for hints or maybe just look at it and see a solution for the problem that you're having. And It's just very boneheaded and uh, honestly arrogant way to approach development of any kind of software right
1: yeah it, it seems like um there's just a lot of management in cultural things at bioware that need to change and so many people have left bioware especially a lot of like uh, the senior people really talented people that made you know those Bioware games especially from like last generation that everybody loves you know it's it's a new it's a totally different studio that's seems like it's sort of lost itself a little bit and I hope I hope culturally that that to me that needs fixed before they they uh, put out a a new game Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I hope the next I hope the next game lands well for Bioware and I hope uh the development of that game is not a shit show. Like their past two games have been, you know, mm-hmm. um, Casey Hudson did address, uh, the whole issue. He, one thing he said is that, um, the problems that they have in that the article goes over is they're, they're real problems and that they need to work to, to fix them. Um, so good that he's acknowledging that stuff. I hope we, we see some fixes there. Um Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, ex- hmm. I wonder <laughs> I wonder what was going through Casey Hudson's mind in a way of like, um, you know, you you kinda created this IP, here's an idea, here's ideas, you know, but he wanted to go through something else and that's what he did, and then he comes back and the IP he kinda created is just completely on fire. Yeah. You know? And like it it's it's very interesting to see what happens
0: to Bioware. It's going to be very interesting to look at what EA does with them over the next year, especially in the transition to the next generation of consoles. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Like, is Are they going to bring Anthem forward to the next generation? I know it's it was released this year. Potentially we'll have consoles next year. Yeah. We don't know for sure, but it could be as early as next year. Dude, like, what happens? It's going to be a very interesting thing to follow. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just keep your eye on it. Like, the, the BioWare has created a lot of things that I love, that you love. And mm-hmm. it, it would be unfortunate. It would be very sad to see BioWare go down because of mismanagement and not. Yeah, it's.
1: Mismanagement also a little bit kind of ridiculous schedules. Like yeah. They've been having to crank games out. It feels like just seems like they just need a little bit of time, mm-hmm. you know, to, to figure themselves out before they can figure out the next thing they're doing, which they uh, also mentioned, well, they said they're making dragon age four next, but dragon age four was kind of in development and then completely shelved, uh, to work on Anthem. And mm-hmm. then Mike Laidlaw left who was leading the charge on that. So, Dragon Age 4 what it might have been is probably a totally different thing now.
0: And I honestly the, the cynical part of me is that they said they're making Dragon Age 4 next to stop investors from pulling out. Maybe maybe that that's just yeah. That's honestly the the first thing that comes to my head when I when I hear them say that. Yeah. Um but Yeah, that I think that does it for the news this week. Time yes. to go to this part of the show where the new fiscal quarter has started, which means there are less games on this list, thankfully.
1: Thank uh, God. <laughs> last week was fucking brutal.
0: I'll get a start. Well, it was the last week of the fiscal it was. quarter. Yes, it was. So here we go. Oh, shit. Uh, Anger Force Reloaded this is the first game on the list this week. Anger Force Reloaded is an action-packed, scrolling 'em up that pl- pays homage to... 90s arcade classic. Ooh. This high-octane experience is set in the 19th century human world, witnessing the outbreak of robot, of a robot rebellion. There were not robots in the 19th century.
1: No, what? definitely mm. was not. Uh, next up is Beat Blaster on PlayStation VR. Beat Blaster is a high-speed VR game about shooting and running where everything happens to the beat of the music. An original mix of styles with each level offers new challenges um since
0: this is an alphabetical order i am assuming they just didn't get it on the drop here but borderlands game of the year edition is out on playstation 4 yes. this week so you can go pick that up for 30 bucks uh and play b- the og schluter uh but next on the list here is far lone Sales. coming to playstation 4 traverse a dried out seabed littered with the remains of decaying civilization Keep your vessel going, overcome obstacles, and withstand hazardous weather conditions. Where will this journey take you? Are are you the last of
1: your kind? Mm. Next up is Modern Tales, Age of Invention on PS4. Paris, 1900. During the World Expo, an unknown force kidnaps the brightest minds of the century. Step into the shoes of the daughter of one of the captured scientists. Follow the captor's trail. And thwart his evil plans.
0: Next is Monster Dynamite on PlayStation 4. Right. Boom, bang, crash. Cheeky monsters everywhere. <laughs> Place your explosives strategically on stacks of crates, scaffolding, and logs where the little critters are sitting. Light the fuse and bring them all down.
1: Alright. Yo, those, those monsters just sitting there and you're just blowing up their chairs? Yeah. Fuck. Seems pretty brutal. Next up is Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. PS4. A modern take on the 25-year franchise, showcasing stunning graphics in an original story. Pit current and classic rangers and villains against one another like never before in 3v3 tag battles. Test your skills online against friends and players from around the world for endless replayability.
0: I wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers as a kid.
1: I just never got into it.
0: But I was allowed to watch Dragon Ball, which is strange. (laughs) I don't know why there was a difference there. Uh, Next, we have Sephirothic Stories. Shendoa, a world protected by Sephiroth. This that's just strange. Yeah. Now it's, <laughs> it's weird, because man. Sephiroth is a, mm. <laughs> However, with the power of the world tree beginning to wane, countless people have been transformed into monsters with the world on the verge of destruction,
1: an unlikely band sets out on an adventure. Next up is Scorcery. PS4. Scorcery is a fast-paced local multiplayer sports-like game set in a tournament of mystics. Gain control of the ball. Shoot it at opponent runes. And defend your own with smart maneuvering. Tight controls. Powerful spells. Sounds um, a little bit like Pyre. Hmm. Perhaps. But it's probably nothing like Pyre. <laughs> and
0: finally this week we have sword and fairy six on playstation 4 sword and fairy six is an rpg set in a stunning world of chinese heroism and fantasy come to life embark on a journey to uncover ancient secrets and slumbering beasts in a world torn by warring factions and deception while customizing your party and weapons to your heart's desire
1: all right you can watch glass which is all right yeah it's all right um the kid who would be king you can watch that too. Mm. seems like a really dumb movie yeah that's uh
0: yeah short list of games this week um i don't know man yeah
1: it's okay though there was some meaty news we've played a lot of games
0: yeah I want to get into that Elder Scrolls Blades beta. <laughs> I want. I just. I kind of
1: want to. Yeah, I'm curious about it. I will. I will say. In order scrolls on a phone. That's a, That's an interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah. It is.
0: Um. But I think that's going to do it for us this week. Tyler, what are your
1: plans? I'm just hanging out, doing stuff. Shindig. What you going to be playing? Um, probably some Sekiro. Might try to finish Spyro 2, because I'm in the mm-hmm. last world, only have a handful of levels left, so might try that. Maybe Division. Okay.
0: okay. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna go home and finish that race I started before I came here. <laughs> I've got, uh, probably 30 laps to go. Um, I'm gonna play some more Borderlands, some more Sekiro. Uh... Yeah, um, man, there's other stuff I want to play, too. Um, so Surge just came out well, this week for PlayStation Plus. Yep. That, well, it didn't come out. It's free this month. So that, that's another game that kind of has my eye. Uh, yeah. Wow. I need to get back to that Call of Duty 4 veteran run where I'm going for the platinum mm-hmm. in one run. We'll see if I can do it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's. it's a lot yeah, I'm sure there's other games. things that we'll talk about next week that we played that I didn't list here. We'll see. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. If you need to get in contact with us, you can do that via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. Give us ratings, reviews, tweet us screenshots of your reviews. Yeah. Uh, share us with your friends and if you need to find me you can do that at the Arctic Sloth if you need to find Tyler you can find him and his YouTube channel at plugged on vids. Tyler you got us tickets for vendors and game Oh
1: Yes I yeah. did. I bought six tickets twice. Just because did you get? Did you manage out. to get the refunds for the? I did. Yeah. I did. I got refunds for the early one, but they were selling out so fast that I'm like, I just have to pull the trigger and just buy tickets yep. and whoever yep, 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 comes. Yep. Comes. I mean, uh-huh. but ended up getting way better seats. For nice. The 10 p.m. So that's when we'll see it. All I'm right. Excited. Probably
0: after we record this
1: next week, maybe. Um, it comes the 25th, April 25th. Twenty fifth. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. well that week. The, yeah. Okay. So cool. Yeah, buddy. Looking forward to it. I'm excited. I'm just glad I saw all tickets were on sale when I did and mm-hmm. looked when I did. Um it, it was it was really it was really quick. It was really crazy. There was at 7 p.m. when we were originally going to see it, there was like six seats all in a row, decent mm-hmm. spot. And I'm like, bam, 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 uh, hit add to cart, cannot process. I'm like, okay, fine. Bam, 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 pick them again. And then it's like this other weird error. Then I just refreshed the page and half of those seats are sold already. Oh, God. And I'm like, fuck, this is bad. I just need to get them. Uh-huh. <laughs> then it wasn't working on my computer. It works. And so I had to hop on the phone and... Like, oh, God, it was it was something.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. All righty. Well, we'll see you all next week. Until then, be good to each other. Play your video games and rub your dick with that chicken. Unless you don't have a dick, of course, because we we love everybody here. Um, just eat some good chicken. Just rub some chicken on yourself. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Do that, I guess. Yeah. Or don't. Let us know in the comments. Which there are none of. Bye. See ya.